to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box. Dead men tell no tales in this trailer. Justin Bieber seeks a Batman like Butler. And schedule changes for Kim and Kanye West. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Amber Simone. This is Universe Box for ah, October 4th, 2016. So how are you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing excellent. 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 It's a great night to be talking some entertainment news as we do here on Universe Box. culture news. Which, by the way, if you didn't know, we record these live every Tuesday and Thursday night, 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. And we're usually joined by our chat room. Right now, uh, we have Angel and Bobby in there. And the Powell family. And the Powell family. Uh, great to see all of you in the chat over at live.universebox.com. We hope people can join us whenever, whenevs, however. Okay, so Anne Marie. Y'all. Uh, before we get started in the news, what is the, the biggest uh, story that we aren't covering this week that you heard about? Hurricane Matthews and <coughs> his way. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we live in Orlando. We live in Orlando. And we are in the cone, which is a phrase I never knew until like yesterday. Mm-hmm. We are in the cone of the hurricane. It the could cone be of bad. not silence. It is not going to be silent. It's either going to be really bad or look, it's raining outside. It's going to be silent and potentially deadly. <laughs> but we're not going to pay attention to it because we're going to be looking into the world of television and serialized streaming <laughs> storytelling in Televisionary. Is Disney buying Netflix? Oh, gosh. Speaking of Orlando, rumors are circulating that Disney may be looking to purchase the streaming service giant Netflix. Investors started speculating recently about a merger after the spike in Netflix's stock. Since Netflix owns the rights to streaming Disney movies, this buyout does kind of make sense. So, Anne-Marie, what do you think about this? (laughs) Okay, so I am a Disney addict as much as many, many people I know. But they need to stop buying everything. Like, I'm afraid that if they do end up buying Netflix, that we're going to lose a lot of what makes Netflix awesome, like the mm-hmm. original programming and having shows and movies from a variety of studios and networks. I don't want this to be like the glorified Disney Channel. Yeah. And, you know, sure. I mean, that would be cool and all, but do we just say, <clears throat> like, we already it's build already, your own thing. Don't right. buy the, the other thing. Yes and no, because if they build their own thing, then we need to buy that too. So I'd like to just stick to Netflix. Yeah, I, I'm kind of of, of the same uh, same idea as you. I, I really hope this doesn't happen, but I also think it kind of sounds like a bad rumor. Uh, Netflix yeah. is a very successful company uh, that doesn't need a buyout or saving from a big corporation or anything. That's my big, one of the big reasons why I think it's a bad rumor. Bad, it's just bad, bad info. Uh, the article uh, mentions subscriber numbers dipping, but they still have the majority of the market. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a very strong company at the top of their industry, really. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I think this is all a bunch of crap, honestly. <laughs> uh, you know, Netflix is 
also the most successful new media company like ever. Yeah. I would hate for Disney to get its hands on it and bring it down to the lowest common denominator like they've done with other properties like Marvel, Pixar, and Star Wars. I think I think Dude, he just said something like kind of positive about original Star Wars. Yeah, I I do I yeah. I, I feel like uh they they sort of uh homogenize all three of these major properties, Marvel Studios, Pixar, and Star Wars. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, mine, but I, I I do think that it's a little bit less now that Disney's involved and they're coming out with 60 million movies, 60 million cartoons, mm -hmm. and it's diluting the brand. You know, Netflix has this really strong brand, uh, sort of Marvel, Pixar, and Star Wars, and it kind of gets wishy-washy. You get good dinosaurs and, you know, uh, Thor 2s and things like that, uh, where, you wow. know, when it was more of an independent thing, you didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, Disney, I, I feel like Disney needs to stop gobbling up smaller companies with a strong identity and start focusing on innovating within their own company. Mm -hmm. uh, anything over in the chat room, Amory? Um, let's see. Ne Bobby says that Netflix is already having less and less contact, and each of the studios <coughs> are starting to build their own streaming services like CBS All Access. Um, Knight Arya says, yeah, I'm not a fan of this trend of content producers and distributors consolidating. No one wants to sub subscribe to six different services mm -hmm. to watch programs. Yeah, and the, the bad part is, too, is that if you have one or two or three companies controlling everything everything then you're only getting one or two or three perspectives right at the end of the day because i mean you know obviously you have a myriad of creators at all of these companies but by the same token you have the guys at the top signing the checks right. are all the same guys you know so right. you know and this really scares me after there's rumors about disney <coughs> buying twitter yes and yes. you know what stop I don't want Stop. Disney controlling my reality. No, they already <laughs> control enough of it. No more. <laughs> okay, uh, so what do we have up next, Anne-Marie? The Gong Show is getting a reboot. Yes. In the 1970s and 80s, The Gong Show was early reality TV or, you know, video, or not video games, but game shows. Guests with or without talent would perform some sort of a task or song or dance for a panel of celebrity judges at the risk of being gonged off the stage. This 10 episode... <laughs> Like that. Sorry, Emery, you've been gonged. <laughs> this ten episode reboot will be produced executively produced by Will Arnett for ABC. Yes, yeah, so if Arrested Development fame. Yes. Uh, so, Emery, what do you think about this this whole shenanigans? <sighs> okay, so in a world obsessed with competitive TV, this kind of makes sense. But ooh, what is hair doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I and I might watch like an episode or two. But this really isn't my kind of thing. I like the cheese factor of the stuff from the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. um, I believe we said Let's Make a Deal was, I think it was like last week. I was really big into that show. Yeah. But Gong Show wasn't one I ever watched. Now, if Will Arnett hosts instead of just executive producing, I might be a little more interested. Yeah, and uh, that would make sense uh, considering the original host of the Gong Show, uh, Chuck Barris, which Bobby says uh, he was a straight up nut over in the chat room. And nice. Yeah, very, very true. I so you know I, I'm kind of getting <laughs> I, I'm getting tired of all these nostalgic reboots Preach. of game shows and this that Everything. and the other, uh, but Sony's uh, Holly Jacobs uh, mm -hmm. frames this uh, and it almost makes me the way she frames it almost makes me think it could work. Mm -hmm. uh, the Gong Show was sort of uh, the weird parts of YouTube before there was a YouTube. Uh, you know, the, the weird people playing harmonica with their toes and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, you know, it, it might be great, uh, but it could also come off as a little, here are those crazies you love from the interwebs, fellow kids. You know, mm -hmm. it could be a little tone deaf, too. Uh, I'm sure it'll borrow a lot of its grammar 
from shows like America's Got Talent, uh, though, which Aww. means I probably won't care to watch it. I, I'd love to see them create an original game show that breaks out of this reality TV template game show that uh, they've been using for the past decade or so. Uh, over over a decade. It's all I blame Survivor. <clears throat> Definitely. I totally definitely. Survivor. See, over in the chat room, Bobby says the unknown comic is the only thing I really remember from the Gong Show. And they, yeah, they mentioned that in the article. Yeah, they mentioned here the too. guy with the basically a grocery bag over his head. <laughs> which is fun. Which is yeah, fun. it's something. You, it kind of looks like a clown. You know, I or like a Forbisher. Um, I, I think uh, from Marvel Comics, if you're familiar with that character. Uh, but you know what? I always put a bag, a paper bag on my head when I go to the movies. Wow. You know what else I do? I grab some popcorn and find a seat. We're opening up the curtain on Cinematters. All of the Harry Potter movies are coming to theaters for one week. Grab your wands and cloaks. It is time for the movie marathon to end all movie marathons. All eight Ooh. movies will be back in select IMAX theaters beginning November 18th for a one-week-only engagement leading up to the release of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. There Expectio will... this Patronus. Go ahead. He tries to speak of things he does not <laughs> understand. Um, there will be a variety of ticket packages to suit your level of obsession. Um, I believe there's like one ticket, four ticket, unlimited all week. Very similar to what they did with um, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested. So, so you're kind of, what, okay. what are your thoughts overall? Okay, if you would like to get me a late birthday present or an earth, early Christmas <laughs> present, this would be it. Um, as a Harry Potter midnight <laughs> show seer, this is a dream come true. I would love mm -hmm. to hole up in a theater for a week watching Harry Potter eating popcorn. I, I could see you doing that, definitely. If you had to pick any of these movies, which movie would you pick? Oh. Um, if you had to pick one to go see. I Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire? Goblet of Fire. That's fair. That's mm -hmm. fair. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, you know, this kind of got me thinking wait, when this story came up. I don't think I've I, – I was thinking about it, and I don't think I've ever been tempted to go see a film when it returns to theaters. Uh, you know, a, a movie theater is more expensive and less comfy than home. Depends I, on your theater. Yeah, very true. Depends on very the theater. True. Somebody can be serving you food and beverage. Very true. Very true. Welcome to 2016. But, uh, you know, obviously, uh, opening weekend, I'm sort of forced to go to a theater if I'm interested in the movie at all. Mm -hmm. uh, but once it's out on home video, I, I, I kind of feel like, why bother going to see it in the theater? Uh, you know, unless there's like a live Q&A or something going on mm -hmm. with it. All that being said, if I, if, I had, if I had to pick a movie to see, it would be Prisoner of Azkaban, which is my favorite uh, of the Harry Potter movies I've seen. I'm mm -hmm. sure if I tried to finally make it through Goblet of Fire, though, I'd end up passing out in the theater during the Quidditch scene like I did the first time. So. I don't even think that... Oh, no. It was the, it was the very beginning. Yeah. It's so short. And I fell asleep short. immediately. It is so <laughs> short. I actually think you'd like the last two. Do Deathly you? Hollows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I saw, saw a couple bit, bits of that uh, on TV a mm -hmm. few weeks back, and it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Over in the chat room, uh, Knight RAF says Goblet of Fire would be his first choice of well. 
And uh, Bobby says, I do love old movies in theaters. Our local theater does a few a month. Uh, tomorrow they're showing Young Frankenstein. Angel T's favorite was uh, Goblet of Fire, too. Nice. Okay, so, Anne-Marie, what's, uh, what's up next on the old docket here? All right, well, we were already talking about Disney here. Let's go a little more Disney. Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean mm-hmm. Dead Men Tell No Tales. They have released um, the teaser trailer. So in the latest <laughs> installment of Pirates of the Caribbean franchise mm-hmm. is set to hit theaters May 26, 2017. Arr. And we're finally getting our first glimpse of the teaser trailer. Uh, the big speculation around this is that Brenton Thwaites... I believe it's the actor's name, is supposed to be Will Turner and Elizabeth Swan's teenage son. You mean Will Turner? Yeah, that guy. Interesting. So uh, what do you think about all this, Anne-Marie? Okay, so how many of these have there been now? About Um, 50. It feels like it. (laughs) So I stopped watching Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, 10 years ago Mm -hmm. or so. Uh, But it's not because I don't like them. I think I just was like, meh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there, there was always something else. I, I wasn't going to the midnight shows anymore because I wasn't in college. So there's that. Um, they're always pretty. They were all. I love all the piratiness and well, Captain Jack comes with them. Yes. Also, I, I may, I'm gonna have to see them eventually because <laughs> I might be confused the next time they update Pirates of the Caribbean at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. because they're pulling elements like from the beginning. Dead man tell no tales is already in it. So. Yeah. Over in the chat room, Angel says, why? Why do they need another Pirates movie? I thought they did a good job wrapping up the story with a third one. Uh, so is this a prequel movie? It, it remains to be seen. Dude, honestly. I literally couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's a, it's a, they're kind of keeping it mysterious. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I, I've only seen the first one. Mm-hmm. I've never seen, I, I've seen the first one and I've played Kingdom Hearts, which has a Pirate of the Caribbean. Kingdom Pirates Hearts? Hearts, uh, which has a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, level, yes. uh, world to it. So I, you know, the whole trailer didn't really make a lot of sense to me. I was like, I, I don't I know what's no going idea. on. No, uh-uh. If that's supposed to be the son of uh, the son of Will and Elizabeth Swan, then how is Jack still alive? Uh, or you know, still looking like Dude, he did in the old movies. I have no idea. Uh, the, the villain I thought in the trailer seemed really fakey too. Not they sure. They always it, seem really fakey. But I, I wasn't sure if it was the makeup and CGI or the fact that his voice didn't quite sync up with his lips. I also wonder if Johnny Depp doesn't appear in this because of his recent drama with his ex-wife Amber Heard. Maybe Ooh. Disney is hoping it'll all blow over by the time the film drops. Possibly. That's the only thing I can think of. Very possible. Yeah. Over in the chat room, uh, Bobby says, I didn't agree with Bill about Pixar or Marvel, but I've definitely had enough of Pirates. Mm-hmm. And Angel T says, oh, Kingdom Hearts, such an amazing video game. It is. It good is. Times. It's Never fantastical. played it, but good times. It's fantastical. Okay, we're going to get back to the news in just one second. But first, we want to tell you about our Patreon. Patreon is sort of a way you can help support the show mm-hmm. uh, by going to patreon.com slash universe box. Uh, it's kind of like a NPR or something where you jump, you, you can kick in a couple bucks a month and uh, kind of help support what we do, you know. Uh, yep. Pay us Support for our, time, our habit, basically. Our time, our effort, our, our electric bill, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, if you do that, uh, there's a lot of great rewards for you. We have goals we can reach, like a bi-weekly movie commentary. Totes. We'll give you a whole uh, podcasting course that we create for free. We will free. teach you. Teach you. We'll we teach, teach you the, the ways. Woo! 
you the ways of the universe box. Really, really more Star Wars references. But we also have uh, we also have some individual goals for different support levels that uh, you can get some bonuses just for the amount you kick in every month. Mm -hmm. The most important one is the five dollar star patrons club, where if you give five dollars or more, we'll read your name out in every podcast we do. We are calling you out for being awesome. De and you'll also get a walk on role in the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So if you want to meet Johnny Depp, this is your chance. Uh, the people who are me meeting Johnny Jet Depp, uh, Becca Baca, Angel, Kelsey, Holly Max 79, Monica Jones, Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, and Hope Mullinax. You guys are awesome, and Johnny Depp is going to love you. He's wow. going to be enraptured with you. If you want to meet Johnny Depp, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And, and to remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Dude, this guy's crazy. Anne-Marie, why, why do you always have such a problem with, with the, what stop, I do? Stop being a politician and making promises you can't fulfill. Well, I will. Okay. Because it's debate night. And uh, debate Angel night. T says, awesome, I call being a lady pirate. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yes. We like it. We like it. We like it. We like it. We want some more of it. Okay, uh, so let's see here. I think, why don't you go ahead, throw on your headphones, warm up your pipes. Uh, we're going to make sure your mu modern music knowledge is in tune. Bieber wants a butler? Bad boy Justin Bieber is hoping to fix his behavior with the help of a British butler a la Alfred from Batman. Bieber hopes to wait, hopes that such a cultured man will help him from making awful life decisions <laughs> like peeing in buckets and egging his neighbors. You you forget to mention the most important part is that he was inspired by Sean Pertwee's okay. Alfred Pennyworth in the TV series Gotham, which we also do a podcast about at legendsofgotham.com. Just a little while ago, yeah. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, but uh, Anne-Marie, what, what, what do you think? Do you think uh, Bieber deserves a butler? Honey, you're a lost cause. <laughs> He would probably do better spending a year in meditation with some monks before getting an Alfred because he needs to come to his senses before a butler can snap him into shape. <laughs> yeah. I, Angel, yes, he wants a babysitter. Yeah, Angel T in the chat room says uh, he wants so he wants a babysitter and Bobby says leave it to Bieber. Yep. yep. Leave it to Bieber it to for Bieber. sure. Uh, now, I, I loved that we heard about this uh, from Sean Pertwee's Twitter uh, with him asking, how much does he pay? Uh, you, you know, I thought that was really funny. It, it, it was right before Gotham came on last night, too. Yes. I, I, I mean, if you can get the actual Alfred, I guess, why settle for anything less, especially with Bieber money? I, I wonder if Bieber would pay Sean to train him in the ways of the bat. Actually, you know what? I'd love to see a Batman movie with Jaden Smith as Bats and the Beebs as Robin, which Pertwee uh, reprising his role as Alfred. You know, Jaden wow. Smith, Batman, Justin Bieber, Robin, wow. Sean Pertwee, Alfred. Wow. Get on that, Hollywood. Start printing money, like, that's, immediately. That's terrifying. That would be great. That is terrifying. Well, well you know what? You know who that's, doesn't think it's terrifying? It's Monica what? in the chat room. She says uh, that's just too damned funny. Oh, okay. It's too <laughs> damn funny. And uh, Knight RIF <laughs> says, uh, LOL, somehow I don't see this helping. Nope. I'm telling you, man needs to spend some time. Well, child needs to spend some time with some monks. <laughs> he ain't no man. No, but I, I like it. I, I, I think it would be cool if, uh, you know, the Beebs and Sean Pert, we just met up. 
Just for funsies. They had, some, they had a cuppa. Uh, they had a cuppa. a cuppa. A cuppa. A cuppa. A cuppa. Okay, speaking of cuppas, Anne-Marie, what's our next story here? Bad transition. Good. Kanye reschedules his tour dates after Kim's robbery. So according to event producer Live Nation, Kanye West is postponing shows that were originally scheduled for tonight, October 4th and October 6th, due to his wife, Kim Kardashian West, being robbed at gunpoint in a Parisian hotel. Reports say that Kim was bound and gagged by five men who took... Over $10 million worth of jewelry. Mm. Mm. That's pretty extreme. And we're playing some video here from the concert where Kanye he literally walked left off the stage. stage. I yeah. think it was in the middle of like Gold Digger. Gold Digger. He was, the crowd's like singing. He's like, I got to go. Family emergency. And like, boop. <laughs> I was like, well, all right. Mic drop. Nice. So there's so, that. So, so what do you think about this, Anne-Marie? Okay. So if it really happened, I'm sorry that Kim had to go through that. And I highly respect Kanye for changing his schedule to be with his wife. However... Um, I find it highly suspect that Kim's private security and hotel security were overwhelmed by five guys and they, mm -hmm. um, and that it was quite convenient that keeping up with the Kardashians wasn't filming at the time. It feels kind of fakey to me. Maybe they were? No. 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 There was reports that the E but cameras were not rolling. You know what? I'm going to just disagree with you here because I, I really don't think it's that surprising because one fashion week is a very uh, high value target. I, in Paris, so many celebrities are walking around with millions of dollars on their wrist and their necks and well, their they ears. Well, I mean, and they all have, like, mm -hmm. security because of it. Yeah, and but she's just chilling. It probably doesn't help that uh, due to the strict weapons laws in France, her security apparently wasn't armed. You know, I, I'm oh. not. I'm not advocating that they loosen the laws over there because I. I honestly, we don't like guns. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of guns. I think you know, in some cases, they could be a little tighter over here. But uh, you know, I, I still think that's probably part of the reason why these guys who were dressed up as policemen were able to overcome her security. I mm. uh, and you know, while it sucks that she lost her jewels, I. And I'm glad she got out okay. I think the real losers here, both financially and emotionally, are all the Yeezy fans who paid for a show that got cut short. I hope he makes it up to them uh, once this all blows over. And I'm sure he will. He's always been really good about that kind of stuff. He never wants to let the fans down. So, uh, um, Angel in the chat says, I think in the story the security was also checking on Kim's sisters at the time. So they were distracted by the other crazy Kardashians. By, who among us isn't distracted by the Kardashians? That's all I'm asking. Okay, well, you know what? If you can look away from the Kardashians for just a second, we're going to find out what's in the box. I, I, I mean, we're about to find out. We've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the universe box. You had to find that button, didn't you? <laughs> I was hoping you forgot about it. So, Luke's Diner from Gilmore Girls is real tomorrow morning at starting at 7 a.m. Caffeine addicts all over the country are going to be saying coffee, coffee, coffee as more than 200 coffee shops around America and Canada transform into Luke's Diner, giving out free coffee to the first 200 people and selling Gilmore Girls merchandise. This is in anticipation for Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life coming to Netflix November 25th, a.k.a. Black Friday. <laughs> this nice. is going to be lovely yeah, and if, if you i wanna... didn't have to get the kids on the bus at <laughs> 7 40 you can bet your butt i'd be at the one down the town yeah if you want a, f a full list of all the luke steiners uh visit our show notes at universebox.com for this mm -hmm. episode episode five you'll be able to find them there yep but uh you're pretty excited about this right i'm pretty pumped because i'm hoping um that something else like there'll be more of this type of stuff 
because we're only about a month and a half out, which also means you're a month and a half from Thanksgiving and Black Friday shopping. Just mm-hmm. throwing that out there. And I'm really looking forward to sitting and just like watching all these. <laughs> so any Gilmore Girls news makes me a happy, happy girl. Yeah, and I have a feeling uh, we, we're both familiar enough with the original show that I have a feeling we'll probably be reviewing it on I, this I might show. Be, I might be yeah. familiar. I might have. Maybe maybe we'll do we could do like a Gilmore Girls special where we just talk about the whole thing. I may have. <coughs> coffee um, at Luke's. Coffee at Luke's right next to me. Fair enough. So over, there's that. Over in the chat room, Monica says uh, Luke's is the best, and Bobby yep. says I knew Anne Marie would love this news. Yep. T- touching back on Kanye and Kim, Knight uh, RAF also says also don't count out the possibility of some of the security being in on it. I totally buy that. That that is a good point. I totally buy that. Or the security helping set it up. Like well, hopefully, for, hopefully they were because I'm sure they're out of a job now, so oh, they yeah. need the money. They they're they're <laughs> they're gone now. Yeah, they're done. They're yep. done. Sorry, security. Peace. Um, okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, my universe box is a kind of a bit of comic book news that I ran across, and that's the DC is going to revive Wild the Wildstorm imprint uh, curated by Warren Ellis. I mm-hmm. uh, now the basic story basically breaks down to after a failed attempt at folding in characters like Wildcats, Midnighter, and Stormwatch into the New Fifty Two. The Wildstorm universe is getting its own rebirth. Uh, DC Comics has given Warren Ellis reign over the collection of characters originally created by Jim Lee for Image Comics. Now, I was never a big fan of the Wildstorm characters, but I definitely felt uh, they were given a half-baked treatment uh, in the New 52 itself. Now, I love Warren Ellis, so I'll probably give the Wildstorm uh, one shot, a a shot at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also think it's pretty cool that they're handing over the entire universe to a singular creative voice. Mm. There are, that doesn't happen often? Well, not anymore because it's usually, you know, there's an editor and then there's putting out 50 books a month or whatever. And they, that's, that's too much work for any one Anyone. person. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's pretty powerful when it's done well in a superhero universe. I mean, the original Marvel universe, which I'm a big fan of, that was all kind of Stan Lee spearheading it. I mean, artists had input and contributions to make but it was really stanley's singular voice being spread out across this entire universe and that's when i think the marvel universe was at its best Uh, you can also see stuff like this with invincible uh, by robert kirkman he he's kind of built up this whole superhero universe and he's the really the only creator Mm -hmm. dealing with it but so yeah i'll probably at least check out the one shot anyway i and uh i'm sure jim lee is going to have something to say too because he always has with these characters because he's a big wig at dc comics now he created the characters he has a little say over it but uh Okay, so Anne-Marie, we have some holidays to discuss, right? Tomorrow has some pretty awful holidays. So (laughs) tomorrow is Chick Spy Day, Country in Bed and Breakfast Day, Balloons Around the World Day, and the only one that actually I think is worthwhile, World Teachers Day. World Teachers Day. Not to be confused with Teacher Appreciation Day and Week that come in May. So your homework... So your homework... Is is to pretend to be a teacher, infiltrate... uh, Bed and breakfast. And, and release balloons throughout the entire place. And Once just you sit there the blowing up balloons. Breakfast- well, the inn sort of ties back to Gilmore Girls. So while you were going to Luke's, <laughs> tell him you're going to the Dragonfly with a bunch <clears throat> of balloons for Mr. Medina mm-hmm. and watch uh, Melissa McCarthy's spy. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. And also I have some actual homework in the chat room right now, since we don't have any blather Skypes uh, for tonight's episode. Why don't you tell us who your favorite teacher was and why they meant something to you? Oh, good since we're going to be celebrating we're getting all sentimental world's te- world teachers day. Okay. Okay. And while you guys figure that out, uh, we're, we're going to move on. Uh, what are we excited about this week? Uh, we're offering up our recommendations in suggestibles. So I know that this news has been floating around for a couple of days, but we finally got the full line of Toy Story branded vans, and they are basically awesome. Not only are I like there, the colors. Yeah, not only are there ten, ten styles of shoes. There are going man, I can't spell when I was writing. Um, <laughs> there's an entire collection of clothes and accessories. You can have a backpack, you can have a t-shirt, you and your kid can basically be matching. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so few franchises that parents and kids love as equally and as strongly as Toy Story that I'm pretty sure these are going to sell out faster than Lily Pulitzer at Target. So look for these on the dark corners of the interweb resale starting October 7th. Excellent, excellent. And uh, you got to love Vans. You got to love Vans. They, they're like, one of they're my fantastic. favorite shoes. I, I haven't bought a pair for a number of years, but they are definitely one of my favorite shoes. And mm-hmm. I, they're, they're some of my favorite tennis shoes, which leads me to my Which is very convenient because I didn't look at your story. And that is a... a Disney movie from, uh, where's the year here? It's from the seven, it was 1969 called The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. I, now, I, I recommended this old Disney live action movie to my boss at work last week and decided to give it a rewatch this weekend. I, now, it's campy, sure, but it's also one of Kurt Russell's first big roles. Oh. I, it, it's, it's, I believe it's the movie that Walt Disney cast Kurt Russell in right before he died, oh, which I don't know if you know or not. Probably but not. Walt Disney's last words were Kurt Russell. No, they weren't. Yeah. No. And he's never found out why. <laughs> so, but it might have something to do with this movie. Watch for clues. It was uh, probably like, fire Kurt Russell. <laughs> fire him. The computer shouldn't wear tennis shoes. Oh, no, we should uh, wear sandals. But the premise of this movie is pretty simple. A bunch of college ki- uh, students convince a local businessman slash criminal to donate this big room-sized computer to their school. Then the computer, uh, through some electricity, some water mishap, gets transferred into Kurt Russell's brain. And then, you know, hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. Sure, the, the concept is a little cheesy, but it's a run fun romp and it has a really well shot car chase sequence also caesar romero plays that businessman slash criminal and uh uh, look at this joker he does a great job as a villain Uh, every single time it absolutely loves caesar romero kurt russell cheesy old disney movies which by the way the reason this came up because my boss was recommending to me uh, The Monkey's Uncle with Annette Funicello. The Monkey's Uncle. Monkey's Uncle. Well, it's like, no. And The Monkey's Uncle and The Monkey's Uncle. Ba ba ba. But yeah, those old live action Disney movies are awesome. We absolutely love them. So yeah, if, if you want to check that out, it's up on Amazon uh, streaming. You can rent it for $3.99. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely check it out. Okay, so you know what? We can't wait to hear your blathering. Uh, let's hear what our listeners have to say in Blatherskype. 
So apparently only one person in our chat room has a favorite teacher. Well, I was going to say, like, no one wrote in this week, unfortunately. Uh, you can write in to us, contact at universebox.com, tweet us at universe underscore box. There Facebook is facebook.com slash group slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And again, we'd love to hear about your favorite teacher and why you like them. I, yeah. Let's go ahead and hit up our chat room to find out about theirs. All right, so Angel says, I would say that my favorite teachers was my first, second, third grade teacher. It was a combination class, Mrs. Carter. She was super supportive and pushed me to challenge myself. And uh, then Bobby says, Mrs. Webb was my fifth grade math teacher. She was always there for anyone who needed to talk, and she always stayed late for anyone who needed extra help. She was never too stern, and the students respected her for it. She was great. Uh, Monica says, ninth grade physical science or physics, Coach Pruitt. He was very strong and believing in us. Our first day in class, um, he said he would be teaching us stuff that other kids wouldn't learn until 11th grade. However, in his words, you're in my class, and that makes you better than everyone else. And uh, the night RAF says, it's a hard choice, but I'd have to go with my sixth grade teacher, uh, Miss Inman. She made that a very fun year. Excellent. Okay, what about you, Anne-Marie? Who was your favorite teacher? My favorite <clears throat> teacher ever ever oh okay see they might listen um <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a oh it's so painful to say um no probably my my two favorite teachers <laughs> would be um mr riley and holly Halsinger in college theater both teachers. theater professors both theater professors so of course yeah as for me um I, i'm gonna have to say my first grade teacher uh mrs rupert <laughs> man who, i've heard a lot about mrs rupert's all i got yeah, she say. she definitely encouraged my zanier side uh, uh, just to get just to give you an rupert just to give you an idea uh oftentimes she would slip back into the coat room turn her sweater inside out and come out at i forget the name what the name she had but she would pretend to be this weird kid that just showed up or whatever and she would come out and play with us and act like a kid and everything and she, she was just great i really enjoyed her mrs Mrs. Betty Rupert uh, made me who I am today. Rupert. <laughs> Rupert! Rupert! <laughs> okay, but if you want to let us know about your favorite teacher, uh, email is contact at universebox.com. Twitter's at universe underscore box. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now it's time for some takeaways, things we've learned this episode. Uh, Disney is going to own everything eventually. Uh, no matter how much security you security. have security you have you could always use more uh, we don't know what will happen if the gong show gets gonged it's impossible to know and bieber would look great in tights don't you think i'm sure he already has some <laughs> definitely I'm, I'm absolutely positive uh -huh. of it if not an artist rendition is forthcoming uh now we want to thank our chat room as always night raf bobby monica angel everyone else at live.universebox.com where you can join us Tuesday and Thursday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern yes. time. As long as Hurricane Matthew doesn't take us out. We yeah, it might knock us Thursday. out. It might knock us out. We don't know. Okay, now, Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone or check out my blog, crunchycrafty.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And uh, you can follow me as I'm heading out the door because the show's over. So until, so until next time. 
Remember, Remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Excuse Uncle. Blah, blah, blah.